Praise God. Praise God. Um, um, I've been having a very small moment since um, Tuesday when this program started. And um, I really thank God for what God is doing in our midst. Thank God for what God is opening up, what God has been doing amongst us. This is um, mind-blowing. Uh, we prayed a lot for this program, and, uh, but um, what we're experiencing right now is beyond my expectation. Um, praise God. So um, to, uh, to God be the glory. We really thank God for what um, God is doing in our midst. Uh, but first of all, I would really like to say a big thank you to um, Daddy and Mommy for uh, the sacrifice and the opportunity that um, God is using him to give to us. Praise God. Because um, to be very sincere, encountering what of righteousness, I would say, is the best thing that happened to me after I've been saved. Praise God. Uh, it's, uh, is, I remember the day I accepted what of righteousness. I've been listening to the messages. I wasn't understanding. But something in my heart just told me that, just be listening. Be listening. Be listening. Sometimes I'll listen and sleep off. But there was a day I woke up. I was going to the kitchen, but the message was playing under. And um, Daddy said something. He said, um, kingdom is not taking cities for God. It's actually taking your soul for God. Yes. Wow. <laughs> then I, mean, I, I had um, I'd fed on milk a lot, but I had struggles. I had habits I needed to overcome. I had things that I was, I was, I had questions in my heart that these things had not been addressed. And you know, I was, in fact, I was almost ordained a pastor then, but <laughs> I had issues. <laughs> Praise God. I had issues inside me and there was anointing. Praise God. But I knew I had problems. So I had questions inside me. And then what of righteousness? That day, that question, that statement, just quickened something inside me that, eh, hey, I know where the problem is. Praise God. So after that encounter with that statement, I, I embraced the word of righteousness from that day. And uh, I thank God for how God has been growing us. So Daddy, uh, I thank God for what God is using you to do. And I thank you for your great counsel uh, amongst us, amongst we pastors here, uh, and even in our family. Uh, I, I just want to say this. There was a time that um, I had issues at home and everything. And I remember that he was on vacation that day, that time. And daddy was calling me every day for, for almost seven days to ask questions. How is it going? How is everything? You know, just to advise and advise. I said, on your vacation, you still had time to call me every day to confirm if there was progress. That's a sacrifice of a father. And daddy, I really appreciate you. Mommy, I appreciate you. I know, you know I'm your baby. Yeah, mommy, uh, you, uh, uh, thank you very much for your counsel and everything. I also like to thank Pastor Emeka. Pastor Emeka, uh, what God is using you to do uh, is something phenomenal, sir. I really appreciate what God is using you to do in um, New and Living Way Church. And um, I also want to thank other pastors. Uh, one person I would really like to thank that I was able to build relationship with recently is um, Pastor Yola. And um, you know the wisdom that God has given him. I really appreciate you, sir. Pastor Tokwe Falai, Pastor Ayo, Pastor TJ. Sunday school has been a blessing to all of us, all of us, all of us. So I really appreciate that. Uh, also, Pastor Thompson. I remember encountering Pastor Thompson when he came to Canada. It was a beautiful moment. I can never forget that time. Some things changed in the atmosphere here. Uh, so really appreciate you, Pastor Thompson. 
and every other pastor and every other pastor that um, teaches word of righteousness, we appreciate your labor. I also like to thank my brothers here. I would like to start from um, Pastor Jeff. Uh, I really appreciate your sacrifice amongst us. Uh, God has put you as a leader, and um, I thank God for the wisdom God has given you to lead. Uh, we appreciate your sacrifices. We appreciate everything. I also thank my brothers here, Pastor James, Pastor Bokumi. We have built a bond over time that the devil cannot separate in Jesus' name. Uh, you know, we really appreciate what God is doing. So, um, without further ado, I would like to just um, just pick from different thoughts that has, happened, that has been put forward over time and just say a few things just to um, magnify some things that have been said. Praise God. Uh, Father Lord, we thank you. We give praise to your only name for uh, your message that has been coming. We thank you because um, uh, I sit here as your child that you can instruct, that you will, uh, you, you, will, you, you, will, you will imprison my mouth and speak through me in the name of Jesus. Father, I submit my heart to you this morning that uh, flesh will die and your life will find expression in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, King of Glory. Uh, Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Uh, praise God. So let's quickly open to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Um, praise God. I would like to read from um, verse 17. Um, what, what came before verse 17 is, um, you know, when we were talking about um, some gave prophet teachers and we were talking about the, the body edifying, edifying itself. Then the next verse, this verse 17 was now saying something. He says that, um, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye therefore, henceforth, walk not as other Gentiles walked, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Praise God. Uh, I'll, I'll just take this scripture from the beginning again, and um, I'll start um, explaining a few things that the Lord put in my heart. He said, this is, I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as the Gentiles walk, praise God, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding. So there was a walk that costs understanding to be darkened. Praise God. When we talk about walk, we are talking about a journey. Now, when we are talking about journey, I'm not talking, we are not talking about physical steps. We are talking about knowledge being given over time, a man committing himself to knowledge. And because of that knowledge, what, what knowledge does is that it generates a work. Because when knowledge comes, we make decisions with knowledge. So when decisions are being made, a work is being done. Praise God. So as a result of that work, something is happening. Our understanding is being darkened. Praise God. Their dark, understanding is being darkened, and we are being separated. Alienated is that to be separated without consideration of return. And praise God. When they say something has been alienated, it's not wanted. Praise God. When there's an alienation, it means that that thing has been taken away and is not being considered anymore. So, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Praise God. Uh, you know, there was a profound way Reverend um, defined ignorance one time as the knowledge that gives man capacity to ignore God. You know, that was, that was, a, very, <laughs> that was a very profound way to explain ignorance. 
<laughs> you know, you, so he, he explained it like this. He said, you have this, so this one is what is right for you, but you, have, you ignore this because you have this. Praise God. You know, so because you have this, you have decided to ignore this. So that's called ignorance. Praise God. So ignorance is not the absence of knowledge. It's the presence of another knowledge. Praise God. Praise God. But that knowledge is the knowledge or called the wisdom of this world. Praise God. Now, what the wisdom of this world does to a man? As my brother was ministering yesterday, Pastor Bukumi, it was during the question and answer session. The wisdom of this world, uh, he has a focus. He has an intention. Praise God. For every wisdom and knowledge a man commune with, there's a building that is being made, is being made or a nature is being formed. Praise God. For every wisdom, there's a counsel. For every counsel, there's a nature. You get that is being formed. What is a nature is a resolve in the heart that from now on, by this understanding that I have, I will begin to make decisions by this understanding. Praise God. So that's what um, uh, that uh, nature does. So when a man feasts on the wisdom of this world over and over again, there's a nature that is being formed. That nature is called the nature of flesh. So flesh is a nature. You know, everyone was saying that like, flesh is a reward of the wisdom of this world. Praise God. So there's a nature that is being formed when wisdom of this world is being used over time, over time, over time, over time. That nature is called um, flesh. Now, when we say flesh, we are not talking about uh, fornication, adultery. Those are the fruits of flesh. Praise God. It's a nature that is bearing fruit. But we are very sincere. Flesh is sweet to natural man. Praise God. Flesh is something that a natural man enjoys. Praise on the Lord. We love, the reason why anytime instructions of God come, you know every time instructions of God come, is always targeting something. When the counsel of God comes, what that counsel is, that counsel is coming to target is a building. That building is called flesh. And flesh is wise. He knows. So flesh will always react. So you now see that when the thoughts of God, the counsels of God are coming, you start seeing arguments in our hearts. That is flesh bringing out arguments against what God is bringing to you. You can say when God tells you to give, flesh will now start doing something. It will start bringing arguments. Number one, the first thing you will first paint before you ask are responsibilities that you need to take care of. Because that giving is going to address something in that flesh. And the flesh does not want to be addressed. Because he knows that a stronghold on that man in that area will be broken. Immediately that man obeys that counsel. Praise God. So when Reverend was saying that we should, our first journey is to come out of flesh. Is to come out of a, a stronghold that actually instructs a man over time that makes him feel like he's living a life. But really, really, he's dying. Praise God. Because once a man continues in the flesh, death is inevitable. He will continue in death. Praise God. Is flesh is a building that is continuous and continuous and, and, and continuous. So you realize the fact that when the counsel of God is coming, it's coming to address something. It's coming to address a building, inside, a nature inside man. And you know, there was a day that I was listening to um, Sunday school and Pastor Ayo gave and it said something. He said, there are some nature that God will not deal with unless they subject you to a process. You, a man will not give up some nature because of how glorious that nature is. Uh, that what, the kind of glory that that nature has painted before him. You know, well, one thing that uh, flesh knows how to do is you know, it knows how to paint future. 
before a man. He knows how to paint an image before a man. I'll give an example to you. There was a day I was in the office, and um, a business idea just came to me. That business idea just came. It just, the image just painted in my eye. And do you know, I continued with that thought over and over continuously for 30 minutes. In that thought, I already signed the contract. <laughs> Praise God. I had already signed the contract in that thought. And I had already almost I've made a decision. Even in that thought, I've already made a decision before the Holy Ghost called me back. Do you understand? So in other words, if I had continued with that thought and taken action, you might not see me preaching here today. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God. So you understand the fact that um, he knows how to, the flesh knows how to paint an image before a man. And when a man is seeing that image, the image is so glorious that once a man sees it, the next thing he starts doing is that in his heart he starts cutting covenants. Covenants are decisions. You didn't cut the covenant, really, you only, you only carry it out when you do it in physical. But for when a man does, when the first step inside a man is cutting covenant that because of the, this image that I'm seeing is so beautiful, I want to be like that. Mm. Praise God. So a man will start cutting covenant and making decisions so much that when the instructions of God come, he sees the instructions of God as if he's coming to disturb the glory that has been painted before him. Praise God. Let's go to First Peter chapter 1. I think this scripture explains it properly. Praise God. Praise God. Um, First Peter chapter 1, I will start. Um, now, you know one thing I like about the Bible? As glorious as flesh is, flesh can, can do, it's so powerful that it can, it can make a man influential here on earth. Praise God. But the Bible says that, verse 24 says, for all flesh is as grass. I think scripture makes it look so little, even though we see it as being so glorious. What is grass? Grass is something that can easily pass away. A little flood will take grass away. Praise God. Just a small flood will take grass away. But there's a way we hold on to flesh. As if it is that safety. Praise God. We hide under it so much as if we are safe under it. But really, just a little flood, we take flesh away. But we trust flesh so much. So what God is now saying is that for flesh is at grass, but there's more to flesh. And all the glory of man is as flower of grass. So grass, there's grass, but there's a flower on top of that grass. That's the glory of that grass. That flower looks glorious. It looks beautiful. Praise God. But just small sun will quench that, that flower. But when you see a flower, it's so beautiful. If some of us buy it, I will give it to our wife. Praise God. <laughs> I'm not saying you should not give flowers to your wife. What I'm just saying is that there's a way it depicts beauty. There's a way it depicts... Um, 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 you, 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 by, by, just by seeing it, you love it. And you can make decisions to have it. Praise God. Like, you can make decisions in a way that if, if God comes to disturb it, you can ignore God and tell God that you are not doing it again. Because he's not, he's not allowing you to achieve what vanity has painted before your eye. Praise God. So, we said, for all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is as a flower of the grass. The grass withereth, and the flower there was falleth away. Praise God. So, what God is coming to do is that he wants first step that God wants to do to us that he wants to destroy flesh first. 
He wants, to con- he wants man to conquer flesh. Now, Reverend has been teaching us that flesh was built by revelation. So obviously, when they want to destroy flesh, first thing that they must be given is revelation. Praise God. When revelation is given, a man now has to feast on revelation over time, over time, for him. It's like, revelation is like waters where the Lord will now start bringing counsel from. Praise God. So when a man is listening to revelation and listening to revelation over time and thinks it's not changing, he should wait. Just keep on feeding. Counsel will start coming. Praise God. When counsel will start coming, that's where the fate of the son comes into play. Praise God. Now, obviously, definitely, they won't bring a man into that place of the fate of the son unless he has actually been filled with milk first. Praise God. One thing that milk does is that it makes a man begin to admire spirituality. Any milk that is not helping you to admire what in, in being spiritual is not sincere milk. Praise God. Milk is supposed to make a man begin to admire being spiritual. It has not made you spiritual, but you begin to admire spirituality. Praise God. That's what sincere milk does. So when you start, when, when, when you start admiring um, spirituality, they, start bringing, they now start bringing revelations to you. And that's what um, uh, Ephesians chapter 1 actually teaches, verse 15. Praise God. He said, after I've, I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards the saints, praise God. It's faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards the saints that actually gives, is the milk of the word. Praise God. Praise God the Lord. That's the milk of the word where you can actually have, um, have, you can use faith towards God. And you have general love towards the saints. You can make sacrifices for the saints. But it doesn't mean you have knowledge or revelation. So Paul now started praying that he should give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Eh? That they might have, no, that the highest of understanding might be enlightened. Now, when we are saying light of understanding being enlightened, it means that that darkened understanding is about to be taken care of. Now, darkened understanding is that understanding that a man is using to make decisions over time, but is actually making decisions against God. Yes. His decisions are fighting God. Literally. So when he's making decisions, because of his wrong judgment, and he can be born again, it might feel like he loves God. But there's an understanding inside him that is making decisions that fight God. So first thing, they have to come and give him revelation. Open his eyes of understanding so that he can see another hope, different from the hope that he has been seeing. Because this darkened understanding paints a hope too. Different from the hope that he has been seeing. So they now start, in, from that revelation, they begin to instruct him. Those instructions are targeting something. They are targeting the nature. When a man, you know, there's something about obeying uh, instructions. At the beginning, it's not comfortable because flesh is reacting. But a man needs to be resilient. You obey it. And obey. See, one of the places that I know that I had that is hard to obey God, I think in my own marriage, <laughs> there are some instructions that have been hard to obey. Praise God. But I realized one thing that based on teachings over time, I realized that if I don't obey this thing, I will not change. Praise God. And maybe because of the way I grew up, this head of the family mindset, <laughs> the thing is well painted before me. So, so it's, a, <laughs> it's well painted. So it's a, it's a mountain that I have to overcome. <laughs> Praise God. So, then they start giving me instructions that will make me look like I'm wrong at home. Hi! 
that will make me that will not make make my wife realize that she's right and I'm wrong. <laughs> now it takes meekness <laughs> for you to actually agree. I'm going to say, okay, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And you have to do it over time for it to form a nature in you. Something now happens. A nature has been broken. You are meeker than you used to be. Now, that's the nature of Christ that has been formed inside you. That nature that, that makes you not to be meek is darkened understanding. It's giving you a reason why you should not be vulnerable at home. Praise God. Or maybe at work. You know, I'll give you an example. At work. You know the Bible says, speak evil of no man. Now, my boss is an unbeliever. So, in my heart, they were, some people were talking about the person one day, and um, <laughs> what happened is that, obviously, what my, she did was wrong. So, what happened? I joined them in talking about it. Because, obviously, it was wrong. But I know I have that instruction of speak evil of no man. So, when I was driving, the Holy Ghost descended on me. And praise God. <laughs> Because somewhere in my heart, this person is an unbeliever. I'm not speaking evil of my brother. <laughs> so we can, we, can, we can talk. But the instruction is not speak evil of no Christian. It's speak evil of no man. Praise God. So after all you goes now, descended on me when I was driving home. See, repentance. Till I got home. I drive 30 minutes before I get home. I repented all <laughs> Praise God. Now that instruction, is the, that instruction came to adjust my heart. Because a, an understanding was feeding that reaction that I had when those things were being said about my boss. So they came to address that disposition of heart. That's revelation. Because then revelation has brought counsel. Now, for me to now not talk evil about my boss again, what, something has happened. I have to develop mind. Mind comes by obeying over and over. Over and over. If you make that mistake again, you, are, you adjust your heart again. Counsel will come again. You adjust your heart again. Now you develop mind. The time we come, they will speak evil, you walk away. Might has found expression. Praise God. So over time, obedience to counsel that has come out of multitude of revelation. You have listened to revelation over time. Multitude of revelation, then counsel comes. Then you are developing mind to walk out of darkness. Walk out of flesh. Walk out of flesh. Walk out of flesh. Walk out of flesh. The time we come, it is possible to defeat flesh. Praise God. Jesus Christ said, I've overcome this world. Paul now came. He said, I finished the course. <laughs> that one baffles me. Praise God. Praise God the Lord. So when we are talking about faith of the Son, faith of the Son is when you are obeying righteousnesses that have been revealed over time and you are bringing them into, you are realizing them and making decisions based on the righteousness that is being revealed to you. That's actually faith of the Son. Over time, even though you are not comfortable with obeying those things, something is happening. You obey it. You might not be comfortable. A time will come. You will begin to love obeying it. You begin to love obeying it. That's where might has finding full expression. Then it becomes a nature. That every time situations come like that, that's just the normal. You now becomes your natural reaction. When you now, when those over time, over time, different righteousnesses start coming. Christ's. Is being formed in a man. So when Paul was saying that my children were traveling back again, that what Christ may be formed in you, is because Christ is the wisdom and the power of God that gives disengaged a man from the stronghold of flesh. Praise God. But a man has to agree first that he has flesh inside him. 
If you are not sincere enough that you have flesh, a nature inside you that is against God, then you will not think there's a reason to actually obey righteousness. Praise God. I believe that um, uh, our daddy, Pastor Thompson, will be explaining more about this and we touch more about this. So I think I will just stop here so that he can have enough time um, to minister. Uh, but what I want to just say is that um, this, this season of this convention, I want us to be, I want it to be a time of decision making. Decision making. Those things that God has been pointing to, that God has been pointing, is it to forgive? To let go of offense? You know all those things? All those things you carry so high but they are not important. Begin to let them down. You know, I was giving testimony to myself this morning. I was, just give, I was just thanking God this morning that two years ago, convention, some thoughts that I struggled with, the devil brought the thought yesterday. I laughed. I just laughed at the thought. But I struggled with the thought two years ago at convention. So you realize the fact that by reason of growth, I overcame some things. So one thing that we need to understand is that by the time we make decisions over time and obey righteousness over time, you will realize evident growth will be seen. You evident overcoming will be seen. Yeah. And the time will come, you come into full overcoming. Yeah. At the time, you will start seeing that it's things of eternal life that you want to fellowship with. Yeah. You will have forgotten flesh. Yeah. I want to get there. Yeah. And we will get there in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. Father Lord, we thank you for this morning. We give praise to your name, Father, for this grace that you have given to us to hear this word this morning. Father, I pray for the next ministration that is coming that uh, you will talk through your servant in Jesus' mighty name and you make things clear again in Jesus' mighty name. If there's anything I've not said that I've said that is not properly said, things will be made clearer in our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you because I'm expectant for this ministration. And what will be and, and the Lord will actually speak to us uh, um, and address issues that is in the heart that needs to be dealt with in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father, King of Glory. Thank Amen. you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. All glory be to your name. Let's begin to thank God. Let's begin to thank God. Let's begin to pray.